Hello, I'm Carol Tonietti, Chief Curator at the Norton Simon Museum. While Norton Simon was an avid art lover and collector, there was no evidence until recently that he had ever sat for his own portrait. Yet we now know that in 1973, Jennifer Jones Simon asked her husband to sit for the distinguished artist Don Bacardi, known for his skillful renderings of his famous friends. In this interview, recorded in 2007, Bacardi shares with us some delightful details of the portrait sitting he conducted with Mr. Simon. The Norton Simon Art Foundation acquired the two drawings from that sitting in 2006 and 2007 to commemorate the centennial of Mr. Simon's birth. Bacardi also discusses how he became an artist, his techniques, and how his relationship with writer Christopher Isherwood opened the door to drawing some of the world's most fascinating people. I hope you enjoy listening to this charming interview. I started doing pictures of people when I was three or four, and I never really stopped. I drew all through my teen years. I got no encouragement from my parents to be an artist, so I had to wait until I met Christopher Isherwood who immediately saw that I had a talent for drawing and began encouraging me to think of going to art school. It took me four years before I got up sufficient courage. But up until that point, I'd either drawn people out of my imagination and later in my teens, I was working exclusively from photographs, usually of movie actors, whom I felt I knew from their movies, and so I could bring something extra to the copies of the photographs I worked from. My first live sitter was Christopher Ishwood, and it was his idea, since I told him I'd never worked from life, that I should try using him to begin with. And I still have that first drawing I did of him when I was 18, my first from life, which has been the objective I've pursued ever since. I only work from live sitters, and I've been doing it now for more than 50 years. I was naturally impressed by famous people. Knowing Chris gave me access to all kinds of celebrity sitters that I would not have had access to without him. And so I found myself years later drawing or painting from life some of the very same people I'd copied from photographs when I was a kid, such as Betty Davis, Montgomery Clift, Vivian Lee, people like that, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. And of course it's intimidating, and I used to go to bed the night before a sitting with somebody famous, sometimes trembling at the thought, my God, I'm going to be face-to-face, eye-to-eye with this person I've known about maybe all my life. And one of my very first celebrity sitters was Igor Stravinsky. Now that's starting at the top, isn't it? It doesn't really matter to me who it is, as long as they're sitting still and as long as they're allowing me to inspect them minutely, as I only do when I'm working, 
My usual practice is to do at least two and best of all three pictures of the same subject in the same sitting. So that means a sitting of between four and five hours, and I can usually do three pictures in that time. Nowadays, I can sometimes do it in the first picture, sometimes the second, and sometimes I do more than three, depending upon the patience and endurance of my sitter. I suggest that they avoid masses of bright colors. I mean, a, a bright red shirt or a bright green sweater or something like that makes it hard on me. And women, if they wear a lot of jewelry, but pearl necklaces uh, are my undoing. I can draw them perfectly well. It just takes time. And time is always precious when I'm working, particularly with a world-famous subject. When Laurence Olivier sat for me, he was already an old man and very frail, and I didn't know how long he would last if he could even get through sitting for one picture. He told me before we started, he said, you know, Hockney asked me to sit, and I refused. So he said, that gives you some idea of the august occasion this is. Well, you know, far from relaxing me, it just made me all the tenser. And I knew it was his joke on me. But then, despite his age, he sat incredibly well. And that first drawing is uh, one of the best first drawings I've ever done. Chris and I were very good friends with Jennifer Selznick. We knew her and David Selznick for many years before she married Norton Simon. As soon as they were married, we met Norton, and we used to go to the house for dinner, and often on the walls or on an easel in the living room would be one of the master paintings that Norton was considering. Often he would tell Chris and me uh, when we came to dinner about the latest acquisition or a picture he had in the house which he was considering buying. And he always knew a lot about a particular picture and a lot about the particular artist who painted it. He was a very serious collector and very interesting. And uh, I, th I thought I knew quite a bit about art, but I remember uh, his telling us things I'd never heard about various artists. And many of those paintings that we first viewed in the Malibu house are now part of the Simon collection in Pasadena. And it was Jennifer's idea that Norton sit for me. And in fact, she herself had refused many, many requests from me to sit. Oh, she was too shy, she was too nervous. And I knew she hated being photographed, so she would hate even more being drawn. But she said, if you will do a portrait of Norton, I'll sit for you. And I said, uh, well, um, I would do a portrait of Norton anyway, Jennifer, but um, with your promise to sit for me, of course, that makes it very easy. And so Norton did sit, and I did two drawings of him, and I think they both worked out well. 
the one that the museum has now is the first picture I did of him. And it's an unusually good first picture for me. But by that time, we'd already known him for, oh, a couple of years. So at least I had some idea of him. He was actually a very good sitter. He sat very still. He didn't make any difficulties. There was no resistance to being inspected by me. That's why I think both drawings turned out well. I'm only as good as my sitter. And he sat very well. And both he and Jennifer liked the two pictures. He signed and dated them. And I said, uh, now, Jennifer, it's your turn. She said, oh, no, no, um, I only said that to get you to do Norton. I'm not going to sit. And she never did. He was very intelligent. He got it immediately. He didn't talk to me, but he looked at me throughout both sittings. So we had, now that's a powerful connection. Communication with somebody, looking eye to eye at somebody for an hour or more, that is a profound communication. And the people who are capable of it understand that talking becomes irrelevant after 15 or 20 minutes. And uh, there's another kind of communication that starts up, which to me has always been far more interesting than any conversation I might have had with my sitter. Working from life always imposes a time pressure. And the more famous the sitter, the greater the time pressure. So um, the essence is something that I learned very, very quickly once I started working from life. That's what I went after. Not the irrelevant details, but something that in the face of the person I'm working with, which makes them identifiable. And I can't tell you what it is. It's just something that I perceive by instinct. And if I can get that, it is a, a kind of, of shorthand. Everything else is really gilding the lily, as it were. How long do any of us in our entire lives, how long are we used to sitting absolutely still for? Having that experience... It's very serious, and, of course, uh, one's expression is not characteristic of the expression that friends would recognize, because friends in social situations are always seeing a social personality. They're not seeing the personality of the person when he is in a reflective mood, silent, pondering, whatever thoughts are in his mind. Elaine de Kooning said to me after she sat, she looked at one of the pictures I did, and she said, um, I know I look like that, but I didn't know anybody else knew. My whole secret as a portrait artist is only work from life. And most portrait artists today work from photographs, and many of them would tell me, oh, but I take my own photographs. I say, that doesn't make any difference. It's still copy work. And where's the challenge? Reducing three dimensions into two is a big, big task, and the camera's already done it for you. So you're not an artist, you're a clerk. You're a touch-up artist.
If I sound contemptuous, I don't mean to be because I really feel sorry for people who walk from photographs. They're missing all the fun, all the challenge. And of course, working from life, I always have company. <laughs>